enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, you're listening to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I'm here with Mark Phelan, and we're talking about foreplay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> play. Yeah, Why foreplay, four not five, six play? Mm, four, it... before play. Oh, so it's F-O-R-E as opposed to F-O-U-R. For skin play? But, well, there could be that. It could also be F-O-U-R play. We could probably come up with a whole book about foreplay, F-O-U-R. We're talking about bringing another couple into the uh, romp, have foreplay? See, so many meanings. Have stepping on a golf course, four! (laughs) I mean, I've always had a problem with the word foreplay because it means that we are playing around sexually with the intention to to have, you know, quote-unquote real sex, which is intercourse. But the reality is, is we do need some things to go on before we have intercourse, but we don't necessarily need to have intercourse. There doesn't even need to be orgasms. You know, we remember back in the day when back in '02 we didn't have a place, our own place to live. We were living with their parents. You know those kinds of things. And I remember almost getting caught a couple of times at home doing our two plus two before. Right. I'm thinking about you and I. What? Many, many, many years ago, 30 years ago, uh, when we had a date, when we first met, and we were, I don't know if you remember, I had a Cadillac. <laughs> it was my oh, I remember old Cadillac. that freaking Cadillac. Oh, yeah, because we had to push it. On the, it was our first, it was our the first date. F- first date? No, yeah. it wasn't even a date. It I had was- just met you. <laughs> And we were going to go. Okay, now you're ruining my reputation. Yeah, yeah. So listen, I say, how you doing? Listen, let's jump in your car. No, we were actually going to go into Westwood, a different area, uh-huh. where there's a bar. And you said, I'll drive. And all of a sudden, we started the car. It didn't start. No, no, no. If you We had to push it. First, though, there was another guy from the bar. We pushed his car. Oh, I just don't His car, this. we jump-started that yeah. thing, and then we drove to the bar, and then your car was dead. Well, the reason why I'm telling the story is because you and I had a great make-out session in that car. Do you remember that? We got, went back. It was on your couch. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, so our stories are a little different. But maybe it was, in the car, it too. It was a long the time The car ago. is like a two-bedroom apartment. The thing was so freaking big anyway. <laughs> it was great. It was a big white coupe de ville. Now, that would be the, that was a a, cool a, the stup de ville, it should have been called. Because <laughs> you could literally have a three-way inside that But that, was, but that, that was fun. Oh, yeah. It's still fun. And the alignment sucked because as you're driving, you feel like you're driving in the opposite lane. It was like a boat. Yeah. But it, but those, I mean, those things are fun. We sure. can do that as adults, too. Right. But it really is important. And some people are so focused on getting to the, you know, the action, focusing on exactly. intercourse and focusing on orgasms that they're missing out, well, I think, on some of the best parts. That's not so the focusing on the orgasm is short, but... I understand what you're saying. It is. When you're focusing on it, it's a problem. I think the idea of those initial encounters, when you first just lean over and somebody says, I really want to kiss you. And Uh, then the the person leans over and you say, are you going to go for it? And all of a sudden, 
bingo. It's there like, is nothing pow, like a first kiss. Bolts. Yeah. And it's really, really cool. Now, that's where you know if there's a chemical connection happening. You were talking about relationships and couples and everything, but if the chemical reaction It is a good thing. In. Although sometimes that first kiss, can people are nervous and it can be a little awkward. It doesn't mean necessarily that you don't have chemistry or that no, you're incompatible. but I mean, but you, when it clicks, it clicks. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. And there's something really kind of cool about that. But yeah. Boner City. <clears throat> Excuse, me. Excuse me. So hopefully you're not getting one now. <laughs> Uh, but no, <laughs> foreplay is important and we can call it sex play. And I like calling it sex play because it can happen before intercourse. It can happen during, it can happen after, it How can happen interlude of instead of, um, or just teasing. I mean, teasing is a great thing too. Mm-hmm. Building up, like building up and actually prolonging it taking your time, making it last for, you know, if you have the time, maybe all day. I don't mean staying in bed all day, but I mean teasing each other all day, having moments. As as a woman, when you're having the first encounter, a little make out, without, you know, hands above the waist and close still on, if you feel the arousal, as it were, does that you mean his erection or my own arousal? I'm talking about the dude. Oh, okay. So his if, erection. If Mr. Johnson is standing straight up, now, does that lend itself to go, oh, I'm exciting him, or you want to back off, or... Well, it's such an individual thing. Dude, that's what For I'm me, personally, I think that would be exciting. I think yeah. most women probably would be excited by that. One, we would feel that they're turned on by us. Right, right. We it's all want our partner to be... Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah, it's, it's hot. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um it's a good thing. So just because a guy and this is another thing, just because a guy gets an erection doesn't mean that he has to ejaculate. Right? They hold the whole blue balls. Blue thing. balls. You got the blue balls. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It will not kill you. If it turns four or five hours of making out and it's like yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, it may be a little uncomfortable, but it's mm-hmm. not going to kill How you. How would you know? Oh, Typical chick talking about women, the blue balls. women can get that, too. Maybe not the balls part. Blue ovaries. <laughs> no, there's blue a, vulva. There's an old expression of uh, an actor that I actually know and work with. I won't say his name, but he said, the joke used to be in love scenes is you apologize ahead of time. So I apologize if I get excited. And I apologize if I don't. <laughs> yeah. So don't be offended. But if I do, you'll like it. But if I don't, you're going to Maybe that Maybe that's something people can say when they're first getting to know one another. Boy, that'd be bogus. Yeah, probably not so good. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yes. Don't listen to us. Exactly. But, but, I apologize if I don't get excited if we start making out. It's but like, the reason check, why, please. The reason why I think it's important for us to talk about this one, it's fun to talk about. But the reason why I think it's important is because people need to understand that. And, and I talk about this a lot. And it's interesting to me that people don't even, men and women, don't even really think of this. We know that men need to be sufficiently aroused before we have intercourse. Hachoo. Okay, that's it. That's all it takes. <laughs> Sometimes that is true, right? Mm-hmm. If the wind is just blowing in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But but that has to happen. One, it ha- does happen, right. generally speaking, pretty quickly. Two, it has to happen because there can't be penetration if the penis is not erect, using my clinical language here. With a woman, now some people say, well, yeah, well, she needs to be lubricated. Well, first of all, lubrication does not indicate whether a woman is aroused or not. She can be sufficiently aroused and not lubricated, and she can be sufficiently lubricated and not aroused. So it's not really a good thing to go by. Uh, The other thing is we have lubricants, 
Mm-hmm. You know, virgin organic coconut oil being the one I recommend, and I have never had a client tell me that they didn't love well, that. I like Vermont maple syrup. Although if you're using a condom, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Vermont maple syrup, no. Uh, yeah, the maybe pancakes for oral afterwards. sex. <laughs> well, or, or during. Fabulous. Um, yeah. But the reality is, is a woman, for her to have enjoyable sex, is going to also be more enjoyable for him on a lot of different levels, has to also be sufficiently aroused. Mm-hmm. Things happen inside our body. We, we get that blood pumping just like a man mm-hmm. does. So, you know, we get sort of our erectile tissue pumped up. Things move around. There's cushioning. Things are much more pleasurable and comfortable. And generally speaking, it takes a woman, we can say 20 to, 20 to 40, sometimes 20 to 40 minutes. Well, you know, I can speak from personal experience here. Uh, there was an encounter I had, which was, I thought, very lusty and very hot when I was just a young man in New York with a gorgeous girl, a very wonderful moment. She just wasn't getting lubricated Mm -hmm. and I could not fulfill the deed. And I kind of remember thinking, damn, maybe she's just not into me, Mm -hmm. but everything else certainly seemed that was not the case. Right. And unfortunately, like a typical lady, I had no lubricant, but the idea, it just, I still remember that. Saliva. Well, yeah, I tried that, you yeah. know, but it's still the same thing. You expect that, oh, yeah, it's good. Right, because people, men and women think, oh, when a woman gets aroused, she gets wet. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that's true, mm-hmm. but not always. So, yeah, I mean, I always say it's always good to have a lubricant. I do think lubricant makes sex better. Oral sex, manual sex, Pam. penetrative sex. Spray Pam. Oh, don't works. even say such a thing. So, I, I, I mean, I do for like the, the coconut oil. It's nice and, and healthy. It's good for you. It's good a drier oil as a lubricant. It's edible? Yeah. yeah. I use it for cooking. I use it on my face. <laughs> it's great. Pina colada. Pina colada. <laughs> so it's, it's important. It is really important to understand that foreplay not only is a important, necessary thing, mm-hmm. if you are going to have intercourse, but it is an important thing to have enjoyable sex. It's fun. It's erotic and passionate and now, exciting. Is it, is it a kind of a fun thing to say, okay... We're just going to go crazy, but no pants coming off. I think so. That's it tomorrow, maybe the next week. But tonight, we're just going to have fun like we're sophomores in high school. and We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to have fun. I like the no, no clothes are coming off. Yeah. Or because no, no pants. Yeah. That's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then it's, it goes back to those days of exploration, especially the guy. Okay, let me see. My hand goes, oh, ooh, no resistance. A little further, yeah. yeah, and no matter how yeah. much either person begs, yeah, <laughs> that exactly. no, we and are then not you know doing the that. Next night or the night after, it's going to be kaboom. When you awesome. prolong it and you build it up, not just over minutes or hours, mm-hmm. but days, yeah. it can be hot. Exactly. Could also lead to a good dry humping session. Which, you know, I'm always a, a big a big fan of the dry hump. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's interesting because most people really enjoy it. Sure. And it's one of those things that I think people feel that when they get more mature, that they don't do those kinds of things anymore. Is that going to be one of the banner ads on your website? I'm a big fan of the dry hump. <laughs> Let's bring back yeah. the dry hump. That's right. Uh, yeah. Hey, you, let me tell you, solves a lot of issues. 
little STDs, pregnancy. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. What's the cure? The trial. Yep. yep. And it's funny because I talk to a, a lot of people in my practice, men and women, and I, when we talk about that, it ends up being for most people something that they just makes them smile. You know, first of all, it just sounds now that it occurs to me, and I'm, I'm, my brain is racking back its memory banks. The uh, the intimacy level too. If you're not having any probing going on, mm-hmm. your hands are above clo- uh, clothing. It seems like you're making out really good too. I mean, there's something I mean, just kind the, of the naughty about session. it. Because yeah. usually, as, I mean, there again is a guy. Once the mouth gets going, making out good. Now I'm going to explore everywhere else. My mouth is heading south, uh-huh. so that takes away some of the makeout session. But if it's just going to be the makeout session, it can be really hot and passionate. Yeah. And now you know. It, but it's interesting that you would think that it would be the opposite would be true. But the reality is that when we keep our clothes on and we we stop ourselves from doing things, it actually feels more erotic, more naughty than so, it does that if we're just... Full-blown full naked I mean, and we're ready to have It's intercourse. like the scene in every movie. As soon as somebody walks in and it's so contrived, it makes me crazy. Okay, the door slowly opens and poof, they slam against the wall. Well, they can't stab it. They and rip he's each other's her, clothes off. And he starts nailing her while they're standing up. The most uncomfortable position in the world. And it's like, really? Just freaking lay down the but floor. But there are this. the movies that are the opposite, right? Where there is the build-up. Yes, and exactly. You know, you just, you're just you just waiting for them to have that first kiss. And when they do, I just saw a movie recently and I can't think of what it 50 was. Fifty Shades of Boredom? <laughs> no, I didn't see that yet. I'm waiting until it comes on on demand. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I, oh gosh, I can't remember. But it was so sexy. When they finally kissed, it was just incredible. Yeah can't think of what it was although i did see hidden figures today and i did a lot of making out in that well there was there was that there was that one kiss it wasn't it wasn't erotic but it was it was nice it was very chaste it was sweet it was a movie the week kiss yeah no you're right yeah so foreplay i mean first of all let's talk about yeah it's making out but what Mm -hmm. else what else does that entail oral sex blow my eardrums out. I'm you and whoever else is Literally, listening. Literally, but I'm... Unless I edit that out. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> blow my eardrums out. That sounds as nice as... <laughs> oh, gosh. That can work oh. both ways. <laughs> well, that means, oh, I was with the girl last night. She blew my eardrums out. Wow. Never heard that uh, before. So oral sex, that's, that's, I guess that's foreplay. Oh, no. Really? But you know what else is foreplay? Everyone else, I think if you Mm -hmm. queried most people, you'd say, what is foreplay? Making out, oral sex, hand job. That's foreplay. But the, and the, inter- the intercourse, nipples would be included in there well, of somewhere. Of course. You, you're always going <laughs> to yeah, achieve <laughs> nippage. Nippage is always going to happen. I'll give you two nipples for a dime. You know, let me tell you something. You are on a roll tonight. I bring on my A material over here. He's here all night, folks. <laughs> Wait, I'm on a roll, too. Yes. Okay. Sorry. We, we apologize for yeah, our behavior. I exactly. just want to put that out this there. This is what happens when we start talking about foreplay. You get all giddy. I, I, but I no, know. it's true. It is exciting. It's titillating, literally, because it, it conjures up pleasant, wonderful memories because oh, you're relaxed and you're, ooh, the anticipation of being 
totally with someone, but in the meantime, you're just exploring and yeah, and the tactile I, pleasure it, of your fingers. It can be and hands. tactile, but it can also be emotional. We can yes. be, we can have foreplay, and there's no touch at all. The things that we say, like oh. I cannot wait to see you tonight. But you're making out a little with it. Here's, right? But maybe not. They could be on a phone call or, yeah. you know, the things I'm going to do to you. Here's what I'm going to do to you. Or here's what I want you to do to me. Or just the way that you're touching each other, perhaps when you're having dinner at a restaurant, the things you're doing underneath the table. So, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily... With the bus board, <laughs> just drop the fork. You could drop the fork. There's always that. But there are lots of ways, I think, to, to seduce or titillate. And isn't seduction and titillation a form of foreplay? Of course. Yeah. Or maybe even laughter. I got to tell you real quick the story. There was a couple, I was in, we used to work in a very high end hotel restaurant, and I could see that exact happening, the whole thing. And I watched the guy pick up his fork and kind of wave it, winking at the girl Uh and drop it. (laughs) Yeah. Now he's reaching down. She's already disrobed. They've used this scene in Fifty Shades of Boredom. I saw it. You well, did see it? No, no, no. I have not seen it. I boycott that. Uh, you, you just I saw, totally It's a preview. Slipped. It's a preview. Uh, okay. A preview. No judgment. Anyway, if, uh, talk about it's a book. It's been around. That is the most overused generic thing anyway. So what happened was, unbeknownst to the guy, one of our busboys comes around the corner. All he hears is jing. <laughs> he goes to pick and up. He's walking, <laughs> and he's literally going down. And on this guy's <laughs> looking to on his right shoulder, the girl. Yeah. The busboy's coming over his left shoulder. And he literally gets on the floor. And he gets the full shot <laughs> as she's leaning in. He's literally, boom, there's his head hitting the table. <laughs> he ran in the kitchen. It freaked him out. And we were <sighs> in stitches laughing oh, so hard. I can imagine. Yeah, so be careful. Exactly. Do be careful. But yeah, so foreplay comes in many different forms. And I mean, the thing I want to say is it's not just a means to get to the good part. It is the good part. Sure. And that's the thing I think we need to remember. That can be everything. And I love your idea. And I've never actually said this, but I said to not allow yourselves to have intercourse or not allow yourselves to have orgasms. I think that's kind of cool. But the one that you came up with, I'm going to use, I'm stealing it. I love it to not allow your pants to come off. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. I love it. That's your action step. That's (laughs) That's your action step. Yeah. Have sex, have it in a way that is really preventing you from going past a certain point to bring in that eroticism, to make it exciting, whether it's keeping on your pants or being really seductive or titillating even without touching one another, like really prolong it for hours or days. I think it's a really great way to bring back some eroticism. And one of my favorite authors these days is Rabbi Shmuley. I've talked about him before. I I do want to get him on the show. And in his book called Kosher Sutra, he writes about the keys to keeping eroticism alive or to creating eroticism in your relationship. And he talks about that, about not allowing yourselves to orgasm for a certain number of days in a Mm -hmm. row. And there's some really great tips that he has, but that is one of the things he talks about as well. And there is something really, I think, energizing and erotic about it. So foreplay, 
don't forget about it. Don't discount it as Everybody something goes, to well, get there to again, the prize. Unfortunately, people are influenced by the bullshit like pornos where it's like walking, how you doing? Here's the pizza. Okay, boom, zip. She's starting before the guy can reach for the tip. He's got the tip in her mouth. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That's the absurdity of some of these things. Instead of seeing the slow, passionate build. Yeah. And the clothing is one of those things mm-hmm. too. And one of those things that when we're in the beginning parts of a relationship, taking our clothes off or seeing our partner take their clothes off, I mean, if we do it right, can be a really exciting thing. Seeing somebody's naked body for the first time. It's and you get exciting. your hands on the goods. As a guy, the first time you actually get your hands on the yabos. I mean, when your bodies are touch skin on skin, mm-hmm. it's so exciting. But once we're in a relationship for a while, it's like everybody's just taking off their clothes and then they go to bed and everybody's naked. And nakedness, just like, you know, really, I don't know, sexy, I'm going to say uh, revealing clothing, isn't as sexy as when there's more to be desired. Mm-hmm. Right, more to our imagination, more to be desired and unveiled, and to remember those things is really important. So foreplay comes in many different forms. It it can be whatever it is that you create it to be, but remember the importance of it. Don't forget it, whether you have intercourse or not. It is essential. So it's not something to be skipped. I'm not saying that there should never be a quickie. There's always, no, time always time for quickies. Always time for a quickie. <laughs> you could be riding on a motorcycle and pull over in the, some mountain area of New York. Here he goes and again. And literally, <laughs> within five seconds, <laughs> we're lucky, you know, park rangers didn't drag us in broad freaking daylight. Yes. We're lucky we didn't get And yes, bitten that by is a, a reference. That is a reference, yes. yes. Uh, West Point. Yeah. West Point, New York, and my, exactly. my little Honda. It was exactly. my Honda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or over on the slide in Roxbury Park. Oh, or, you know, or in okay, front you of can restaurants stop. over there on uh, South Beverly. We were young. Or, you we know, were so young. <laughs> or on the on the balcony when you're on the thirteenth floor of that condo you had. Oh my god. But you know what's so great is you can do this but these kinds of things no matter sure. how old you are. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly my point. And we always talked about taking a shower together. That is nothing but foreplay. Yes. Because then you don't just Okay, hand me the soap, honey. Give me the conditioner. It's all and you get about your back washed. The touch, the feel, yeah. the silkiness of skin. It, it's on, very water. sensual. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So it's all the combination, but it comes down to the same thing as two people arriving at the same point of sharing pleasure and, and it's intimacy. Fun. It's freaking great. It needs to be fun. Yeah. So really, I mean. It's it's fun to even talk about. It's it's just a fun thing to that, have in you, your life. I think you, we we had uh, last show was talking about couples therapy. I think a great moment would be to take those couples back in time when they first met, yes. those first encounters. How exciting was that? Just give me a description yeah. of how awesome that was. I mean, especially if you're not having sex the way you used to or as often as you used to or it doesn't feel as good as it used to. There are things to create more passion in your life. And, you know, we talk about that in a lot of different ways. And certainly there's much more to talk about. But this is definitely one thing that you can do. Sure. Yeah, and what and when couples come in to see me, one of the first things I do when they're not having sex or they're not having, we'll say, satisfying sex, is to take actual sex off the table and create some of that that eroticism and pleasure mm-hmm. and fun again. And the best way to do that is to change things up. 
And that usually is taking certain things away that they've just begun to take for granted or are dreading because it isn't fun or pleasurable or satisfying anymore. Well, people get caught up in, okay, I have to put on, like the girl has got to put on some revealing kind of a thing. Ooh, this will be hot. How about you can come in with a sweatshirt on and if you lay down and just kind of get cozy and start making up. Doesn't it's matter. kind of the cliches, oh yeah, wear sexy underwear, uh, change the positions, and those things right. can be nice if you're having a good a good sexual yeah. relationship, but if things are not the way that you want them to be, changing your position and putting on sexy lingerie isn't going to do it. Right. You're going to need to get much more creative than that. So think about that. Think about ways that you can switch up your sex life, some things that you can do to bring back the excitement and the eroticism and the passion and the fun of foreplay or sex play and go for it. We're interested in hearing your stories. We always want to thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Send us your stories. We always want to hear them. So everyone take care. We will talk to you next week. Bye everyone.